Right. So, <laughs> I know, do we all just like sit around? Yeah, and just sit here. Uh, these waters are for you. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. can get into the beer later on. I'm trying to focus on drinking beer. How do you guys uh, run this shindig? Um, so I think we're already. Are we already recording? We're already recording. Awesome. Yeah. Three, two. Who's saying it? Welcome to Sunday Afternoon Baseball. My name's Dave Barkley. I'm Paul Frank. With us producing, as always, Steve Pukin. Hello, Steve. Hey. Hey, y'all. We got guests today. Big times. Big times. Hosts of famous internet podcast, Anything, Anything, Anything. Give it up for Miles and Jolene. Yeah. It's myself. Mm-hmm. Now, Miles and Jolene... Uh, we traditionally ask the question to our guests at the beginning of every podcast, oh, what's your deal? We Last year, we it was, what's your fucking deal? What's your fucking deal? But then we found uh, a lot of people didn't want to come back. <laughs> it's pretty aggressive to phrase it that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little bit. Um, We host a talk show. Miles hosts it. I sort of make it happen a little bit, and it's a talk show. We talk a lot. We talk about uh, issues. I don't know if it's a talk show. It's not a talk show. It's just a podcast. What is it? Talk, yeah, it's like a talk. We talk, we but talk. most podcasts involve talk. A talk yeah, cast. Yeah, it's a talk cast. We talk about issues of the day. When you guys were on, I think we talked <laughs> comedy. Yeah, we talked comedy, that Tim Hortons, Because you guys are funny. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, you guys yeah, are funny. Yeah. That's why we talked about so, that. So it's not always funny. No. Oh, no. sometimes it's... <laughs> sometimes it's, it's deadly just, serious yeah. and violence. Often. Fights. Most of the time. Should I take my shoes off? Uh, you can do what you want. <laughs> Who cares, right? Yeah. <laughs> I took my shoes off. It's the 90s. Sunday afternoon <laughs> baseball. It's the 90s. Do what you want. <laughs> Today we are playing the Seattle Mariners. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've never podcast the Mariners before. This week I'm not going to talk about baseball. I'm just going to talk about my love of the ocean. Okay. <laughs> That's setting us up for failure right off the get-go right there. <laughs> not for... I think we can get, just get a new audience. Just this, the kind of audience who reads a lot of Master and Commander. <laughs> the seafaring audience? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you guys see that movie, Master and Commander? No. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see it, Miles and It's not Red October. Oh, yeah. It's kind of similar. It has a lot more Sean Connery. That's always a plus. <laughs> yeah. Julene, what's your favorite seafaring movie? Oh, um, Titanic. Really? 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 I love uh, the scenes where the ship is actually going down. They just released it's in It's really 3D. exciting. Yeah, I didn't, haven't seen that, that version, but I really like, um, yeah, the ship disaster part. And, you know, <laughs> I think babies they, are dead. They yeah. only released it in 3D for, uh, for like, the propeller hitty guy. Oh, yeah, the propeller guy. And I Kate the propeller Winslet's guy. boobs guy. Oh, I was hoping you would say that. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I too saw Kate Winslet's boobs. They okay. were nice. I thought that was just me. So- Here's the scouting report for Henderson Alvaro. Hard luck loser means that he gets <laughs> erections quickly and then immediately loses them. He's uh, another quality start. Uh, that means that uh, when every day, every gets up in the morning, he's like, "What a quality day this is gonna be!" Okay, well, okay, he pounds the zone. If you refer to the thir- first thing I said, he does pound the zone with his immediate erections, but it doesn't last very long. He's an in-and-out guy. Yep. Let's do. Nope. Let's not do a flashback. <laughs> That'll be too graphic. 
<laughs> Let's do a flashback to Buck Martinez getting up on in the morning for a quality day. Ah! <laughs> What's that noise? Buck, this is your alarm clock robot. Ah, I thought it was my talking erection. <laughs> it's also your talking erection. I told you. Would you like to masturbate today? Ah, uh, cancel masturbate. <laughs> Subscribe, double masturbate. <laughs> Quality day. This scouting report was brought to you by handrails. <laughs> handrails, if you need help getting up the stairs. Handrails, the only guaranteed way uh, not to fall down the stairs. The uh, Jays are losing. <laughs> Is that a home run? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sean Figgins. All tone slash Sean Figgins. Hmm. That is not a way to spell Sean. C H O N E. Hey man, that there are guy... enough ways to spell Sean, and that, I'm not going to accept that. Clearly, Chone. Hmm. I don't know. He made it to the bigs. Yeah, he yeah, still sucks though. When I you're a big leaguer, you can do whatever you want. I can't believe we just saw Sean Figgins hit a home run. Yeah, that's a once a decade. Thing. I'm going home. The only sport where you can be both old and fat. You're yeah, David Wells. Oh, Kissing's. Okay. What is David Wells doing with himself? Is he writing another book? I hope so. I hope so. What was his first book? Fat as I want to be? Yeah. <laughs> it's called Fat Mess. <laughs> uh, no, it was Perfect I'm Not. <laughs> so he, he likes to speak in that way where he puts the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, he's a real he, like, he, he likes to put his pronouns after his, his, his verbs. Yeah, and the cover was like him wearing a wife beater on a motorcycle and a Yankees hat. So, everything you hate, basically. You hate wife wife beaters. Yeah. Jeff Mathis is starting. Oh, no. Wow. In in for some offense today. I saw Mathis get a home run. I know. Every time Jeff Mathis actually gets a hit, I'm like, oh, no. Because people are going to think he can hit and he cannot hit. Hmm. <laughs> like he's actually the single he's actually the single worst hitter in baseball. That is true. Okay, How so does he get those hits then? He doesn't get very many of them. Just when I'm watching. Well small sample size. Wait a minute, what's his average? I don't know, I'm guessing it's like two fifty so far. Three thirty three? Is yeah. it actually and how many at bats? Uh, Twelve? Something three. <laughs> Man. No, he's. Six bats, I, think. I have heard that Jeff Mathis is supposed to be the worst hitter in baseball. Well, I remember that that being the thing when we got him. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was his signature move. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Best known for. So, Angels manager Mike Sosha's strategy was to bench best hitting catcher in baseball, Mike Napoli, for worst hitting catcher in baseball, Jeff Mathis. Oh, can I do a bold prediction? Sure. Your bold prediction last week, I should note, did not come true. My bold prediction this week is that Henderson Alvarez today will get more than one run of support. <laughs> That's pretty bold. That is very bold. They do not like when he pitches. <laughs> you think it? You think they would do that if they like? I'm not suggesting the Jays, other Jays, hate Henderson Alvarez. But do you think if a pitcher was a real like a dick, nice they would guy. just stop batting for him? Uh, yeah, do you think Roy Halladay was a real dick? Because they never gave him any run support. And Jack Morris must have been the nicest guy ever. Yeah. Even though he was known for being a dick. Hmm. But they respected his mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they feared Jack Morris, and that's why. Does Jack Morris still have a mustache? Probably. Yeah. Have you ever not had one? 
I do you want to live in a world where Jack Morris doesn't have a mustache? That's what I'm thinking. I don't think that would work mm. with physics. <laughs> no, it wouldn't work with physics. It's weird enough Dave Steve not having a mustache. He doesn't have. Hmm. Yeah. Now he look he looks like Tom Selleck did without his mustache. And he Jack looks Morris like... wrote a book too. He probably did. Probably also titled it Perfect I'm Not. It's <laughs> all the pictures of books titled Perfect I'm Not. Run support I have. <laughs> um, so how would you guys rate your Blue Jays fandom? Miles, you seem to know what's going on. Yeah. Childhood. Miles totally knows what's going on. <clears throat> he knows you yeah, know, stats. Yeah, You know, players. You know, everything. Do you, guys, do you guys like go to games and stuff? Do you guys get down? <laughs> Not do very guys, often. But do you guys like to party? I, I do. <laughs> Obviously. I do like interrupt all the social functions I'm at by like by hitting like refresh on the Yahoo Sports box score every 10 oh, minutes. Yeah. You're that guy? Yeah. All of us are that guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that guy, though, yeah. I, I know how... I, yes, I like um, going to games like once a year, but I don't pay attention. I'm, I don't know anything He's about... Uh, Jason Vargas. About oh, yeah. the teams or the players. He has a stupid name, Or the too. stats. All right. Or so, the seasons. Jason Vargas. Or the history. Here it comes. Like Jason we have to do Bar- this. <laughs> not gas. Here's the scouting report for Jason Priestley. Keep the streak alive means that he's got a pet rat named Streak who has diabetes and is on his last legs. Keep opponents off balance means that he always wins the survivor challenge. Stay on that log. Ah! Struggled against the Jays means that he was kidnapped as a boy by the 1985 Blue Jays, and he struggled to stay alive. Dark. (laughs) Let's do a flashback to the time I got kidnapped by the 1985 Blue Jays. Hey, it's me, Jesse Burfield. Are we going for ice cream? (laughs) Yeah, Buck. Yeah. Should I get in your car? Oh yeah. I'm being I'm very willingly being kidnapped right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck, uh, just get in the car. How much money do you want for me? <laughs> what do I go for these days? Give me five bucks and uh, shut up. Okay. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm paying you to kidnap me? Yeah, yeah, kidnapping. No, okay. Well, then can we go for ice cream? What does it say on this list of things you want to do here that you gave me earlier? Uh, it says get kidnapped, fall asleep in bleachers, obtain a sunburn. <laughs> so far, two of three. It's going to be a banner day. I really need five bucks. Ah, this scouting report was brought to you by Phillips... What is that? Light bulbs. <laughs> Phillips light bulbs. They don't fit in your light bulb holders. I tried. Phillips light bulbs. How many can you hold in your hand? Phillips light bulbs. Eight to ten. I have very big hands. Phillips light bulbs. Zero. I have very small hands. (laughs) Phillips light bulbs. The key is just to put the small part in between your fingers like that. And then all of a sudden you got a, a handful of bulbs. Phillips light bulbs, turns out they are made of glass. Don't punch them with your fists and expect not to have bleeding fists. That was the scouting <laughs> report for Jason Priestley, a.k.a. Vargas. <laughs> Brought to you by Phillips light bulbs. Oh, here's Bautista. Oh, yeah. Struggling Blue Jay. Buck Martinez was on before the program, and he says that Bautista, Pujols, 
and <clears throat> someone else were doing badly because of the shifts that have been put on. The shifts? Yeah, the, the, they changed the infield. Managers have been pulling a lot more shifts because the information like they have. right-handed shifts? Yeah. Yeah, but how does that, like, when he hits it in the air, like, and flies out to shallow left, how does the shift affect that? Just throws off their mental game. I don't know. <laughs> Paul, this is Buck Martinez. <laughs> he's never steered us wrong before. He knows what he's talking about. I just... I feel like his end game is to hit a home run and a shift <laughs> wouldn't... Well, that's wouldn't he factor he only into that. Can hit a home run and then he hit the pop fly. Yeah, but he walks a lot. Yeah, he does walk a lot. That hasn't changed. He's still yeah, like he's, like he's still like a buck eighty seven. But his OBP is like three three thirty three. Yeah. I think. Yeah, so it's like I don't know. He's doing as well as a lot of uh, like just put people some, who who hit a lot of singles. Looks like he just put some bug spray on his back. <laughs> That a lot ought, of bugs in the dome today. That ought to fix it. So, <laughs> that fix it. If he was like going to the Yukon, that would be a totally appropriate name to have. Yeah, and he could be like, out here in the Yukon, we don't even know what first names are. We just pick whatever sounds that come to our mouth, Chone. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. He's got it. Ah, uh, Eric Thames caught the ball. Good job, Eric Thames. Gave it to a kid. What a good guy that Eric Thames is. A nice He's a man. scrapper. Oh, did anyone see <laughs> the thing on the baseball blogs this week where uh, it was a, a Rangers game and this couple caught a ball and there was a kid right beside them crying because it, he didn't get the ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they were just having a good time and completely oblivious. Yeah. <laughs> and the Yankees announcer was like, Oh, yeah. Those guys are real jackasses. <laughs> Complete monsters. <laughs> yeah. They, like, pretty much ruined that couple's lives. Like, they didn't even know what was happening. Are you yeah, s- the is couple that- demanded an apology from the Yankees in answer for ruining their lives. <laughs> if the- I caught a Definitely. ball at a baseball game, there is no way that I, I'd give it to some kid. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's I, how I feel. I'm going to ask you guys about protocol, because I don't know the protocol. Like, I've gone to a lot of Are games, and I've never caught a ball. Yeah, well, you're, if you're, like, a decent person, yeah. Are you yeah, supposed but- to... You have to give it to a kid though, because I would ruin it. Like, like I, like if it was a really cute kid or like a, like a kid who had like cancer or something, maybe. But what if? But but do you have to give the ball to just a kid who's crying? I guess so. You're supposed to. I guess that's what we've learned. But this I week, wouldn't. That you have to. <laughs> who here would? Nah, I definitely would. I would begrudgingly do it if I thought I was on TV. <laughs> and the yeah. Yankees announcer was going to yell at you. Yeah, if we're playing the Yankees, I'd be like, "Here's your ball, kid." I was, I don't know why, I, I was, I was, I watched this like five times. It was a, I mean, it, was, it was like a clip of a game in Boston, like the, you know, at the right field at the foul pole, so, you know, close. And it was like a, a fly ball right to the edge of the foul pole, and the fan, like a fan tries to catch it and just hits him in the face. And, uh, and the announcers are totally just <laughs> debating whether it's a fair or foul ball. Like, <laughs> it hit a person in the face. <laughs> Oh, uh, we have another uh, phone interview guest for later in the podcast. Yeah, Travis here. Miller. Yeah, Fan Cave alumnus. Mm-hmm. One yeah, of the top of 30, 30 with Dave Barclay. That's right. And he, uh, he and I, he's the first one I made personal contact with. I was in Chicago doing a gig. What'd you do to, like, hook up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we totally, we ate some pizza together. Oh, yeah, I know what that means. Yeah. Deep, <laughs> deep dish. At Ian's Pizza, wink. 
Oh yeah, Ian's yeah, key party, wink. Yeah, <laughs> which is right near Wrigley Field. Oh yeah. <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what happens there? Baseball. Wink. Sex parties, <laughs> wink. Cubs losing, wink. <laughs> <laughs> he also covers the Cubs and White Sox for the Associated Press. So he likes both the Cubs and White Sox. No, he likes the Mets. What the f- I don't- I'm going home. <laughs> well, you can ask him all about it. Alright, so he covers the Cubs and White Sox. I guess, to be fair, he's probably originally from New York. Yeah. Grew up a Mets fan. Got a hot shot job in Chicago. I think that's pretty much how it went down. Okay. Well, that's good, though. Like, if you're going to get someone to cover the Cubs and White Sox, like, a, an objective outsider would probably be a good bet. Yeah. Steve, do the Cubs and Mets have a rivalry at all? Not really. They're just... Yeah, I could see, Mets like... The Cubs. I could it's see them the, being, uh, like, best friends. Yeah. 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 Like, they both have histories of being adorable. Yeah, like in a super bad way where neither one of them can get laid. Uh, Dave. Uh, yep. You mentioned that you wanted to try three ways to win as Jamie Campbell and Greg Zahn. Yeah. Which is a proposition that frankly intrigues me. <laughs> uh, which one did you want to be? I don't know. I was going to ask you that. I'll take... Listen, <laughs> I, I've already got the role of a lifetime as Buck Martinez. I ain't complaining. <laughs> uh... Why don't we try it both ways? Uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> who who are you secretly thinking you want to be? Greg's on. Okay, that's what I thought. I was working on my J.B. Campbell okay. in my mind, but it might come out weird. Can I be so bold as to interject a couple Pat Tabler comments in this? <laughs> yeah, go. All right. Okay, so you guys go and I'll, you know. All right. So three, Okay. So Jamie Campbell, I feel like is the oh, Jamie uh, Campbell the leader. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad he is not anymore. <laughs> I just had a flashback to like acid flashback to Jamie Campbell calling <laughs> games, and it completely like uh, fly ball to left field. That one is gone. This total like not understanding what's happening in the, in the game that he is calling. <laughs> Does this happen all the time, Pat Tablet? <laughs> Oh, sorry. You're you hit enough Campbell. fly balls, one of them might <laughs> leave the park. I just okay. ate that exactly. So you want to do three ways to win? All right, here we go. Here we are with three ways to win. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, here with Greg Zahn. Uh, if, uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's, uh, that'd probably mean it's like a kitchen sink. It's, uh, it, uh, I've never broke, I've never fixed my kitchen sink. If it's not broken. Exactly, Jamie. When you're breaking your sink, you just gotta stay put and don't panic. Yeah, what he's saying is that if something isn't broken, then it doesn't need fixing because it only needs fixing when it's broken. <laughs> We're a bunch of comedians. The next point is run support. Scoring runs is good in baseball. <laughs> run support means that you gotta run really fast and you need a brazier to hold up your boobs when you're running or else you need the support. <laughs> I, I guess that's true. Okay, you take the last point. All right. Uh, take what he gives you. That's like you and I have a real rapport here, right? It's Greg's on? Absolutely. We got a real give and take. <laughs> Here's a hitting demonstration. Basically, you bat from both sides of the plate and don't fuck it up. 
<laughs> Great. Oh, wow. Wacky. <laughs> Don't you miss being in the broadcast booth? <laughs> Every day. <laughs> I used to be a backup first baseman. <laughs> <laughs> that was three ways to win. This three ways to win is brought to you by electric fireplaces. <laughs> electric fireplaces? I had one of those ones. Electric fireplaces. I'm frankly amazed every time a fireplace turns on. Speaking of things that have nothing to do with baseball, uh, Dave, do you have jokes this week? <laughs> oh, Wait, how did you know? Uh, I don't know. Just have a feeling. <laughs> uh, they have a little bit to do with baseball. Okay. <laughs> okay. As we know, the Seattle Mariners are called the Mariners. Wait, that's what the M's stand for? Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's Seattle. Uh, is that... Do you know... I'm going to look up later where they got that name, but probably you're on to uh, something. They're just like... Combine the C and cattle. Yeah, sea cattle. Yeah. Yeah, they're, over, they're overrun with manatees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a real manatee farm over there. Okay, all right. All right, well... There's also a bunch of great, there's a great literary tradition of, of using the sea. And uh, what the Mariners do is just read a bunch of, of sea-themed books when they're in the dugout, especially okay. during rain delays. And they read it so much, they end up, their everyday language ends up being quotes from famous books about the sea. Oh, well done. I think I'm excited. All right. I'm excited for these. So here's a few examples of that. Uh, whenever Ichiro Suzuki walks into the walks into the clubhouse, he says to everyone, "Call me Ichiro." <laughs> <laughs> Which is like Moby, Moby Dick. Dick. Yeah, yeah. It's like call me Ishmael. Yeah, yeah. He's also just worried that people forgot his name. Yeah, it's <laughs> also why he has his first name on the back of his jersey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric, we- something Eric Wedge says every day. Is uh, Chone Figgins, I love you and respect you, but I will kill you dead before this day ends. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a quote from The Old Man in the Sea. I thought so. <laughs> you thought so? Yeah, yeah, I read that book. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I've never read that book. You know what? This, is, uh, this is good for trivia and for laughs. <laughs> Serves everyone's needs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call me Ichiro. <laughs> should be pointed out that he was trying to kill a Marlin in that book, was he not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> and uh, Chone Figgins may be a Marlin in the future. <laughs> Probably. Uh, something all the reporters who cover the Mariners say before each game. Say, uh, they say, sing to me, Muse, and through me tell the story of that man skilled in all ways of contending, Mike Carp. <laughs> the yeah. modern day Odysseus <laughs> is Mike Carp. I think is injured right now. Yeah, I was wondering so where Mike Carp. Yeah, I hate that Mike Carp. Oh, so clever, so good at resisting sirens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's something someone says. <laughs> uh, 15 men on the dead man's chest Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum 
That's uh, what Long John Felix Hernandez says when he's feeling punchy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after the games, usually. When he's just pitched a good one. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Drunk. Uh, this is something the Seattle Mariners bus driver says. Okay. He says, Iceberg, right ahead! Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> From the script of the movie so, Titanic. Yeah, the novelization of Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, very yeah. good. That's the top five. <laughs> Great work. Yes. A little, little highbrow this week. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what we need sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's a. Put that English degree together. It's an attractive <laughs> alternative to me just talking about my dick all day. <laughs> Who says it's unattractive? That's like the most favorite subject conversation of everyone here, Paul's dick. Yeah, if I had to choose between those two things, <laughs> I would just say, can I not choose? Can I have it all? Can I have your cake and eat it too? Yeah. yeah, I want my cake and Paul's dick too. <laughs> I want it all and I want it now. <laughs> Take it off. Guys, I don't want to get all mushy, but these are some of the nicest things anyone's ever said about me. <laughs> we are delving pretty deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so lecherous. <laughs> okay, so... <clears throat> I think we've mentioned this before. We're playing the Mariners today. Oh. Okay. Right? Yeah. And when you think of the Mariners, you think of you think of Ichiro. I sure do. You think of Randy Johnson. Yeah. Like a Jay Buhner. Love it. Edgar Martinez. Sometimes. Is there anyone I'm leaving out? Wait. A Rod. No, okay, A Rod. Ken Griffey Jr. He Alvin was Davis. Oh, just Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, it's Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> now Ken Griffey Jr. was arguably the guy that made the Mariners a thing. Yeah. They probably would not still be in Seattle if it wasn't for Ken Griffey Jr. They got the house that Griffey built, which is ironic because it's impossible to hit home runs there. And, he wanted uh, to make sure no one could do what he did again. <laughs> Um, and one of my favorite video games as a child was Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball for Super Nintendo and later Nintendo 64. I had both of those as well. Yeah. Brilliant games. Hot money. Ken Griffey Jr. could do no wrong. So we thought. Um, but not all of his products turned out as brilliantly as Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. And I have a list here of, uh, of five failed Ken Griffey Jr. products of the 1990s. And here to present this list is famous players, players, alumni character, Don the Voice Vitalia. All right. All right. <laughs> this guy's a, a real voice actor. A real voice actor. Uh, and he's asked that I leave the room. Okay. Because <laughs> we kind of had a falling out. Oh, fair enough. Okay. okay. So, bye, Paul. Later, guys. Oh, sorry. Bye. Sorry, Don. Don't let it happen again. Oh, hey, Don Juan. What's up, everybody? It's me, <laughs> Sexy Don. Oh, you guys, I love this guy. We're going to turn on a sex party right now. Okay, failed Ken Griffey Jr.'s products of the 1990s. Number one, 
Major League Baseball presents Ken Griffey Jr. Peanut Butter. Dip your fingers into our lush peanut butter jars and pull out a taste of Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. Peanut Butter. Now available in prison. <laughs> How did that not work? That sounds awesome. It does sound awesome. Number two. Major League Baseball presents the Ken Griffey Jr. SPCA. <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. himself will take all your animals, whether you want him to or not. Once he has all the animals, that's when the party can really start. <laughs> the Ken Griffey Jr. SPCA. No follow-up questions, please. <laughs> See why people might be upset about that. Number three. <laughs> Major League Baseball presents Ken Griffey Jr. Real Estate. <laughs> Basically, this is if you want to live secretly at or beside the kingdom, Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> will look the other way. Ken Griffey Jr. Real Estate. If you tell anyone, we'll both go to prison. Sounds like a shanty town. Number four. Major League Baseball presents Ken Griffey Jr. Filtered Water. Water filtered through Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. Filtered Water. If we call it P, the deal's off. Number five. Major League Baseball presents Ken Griffey Jr. Bird Feeders. If you've ever wanted to see birds eating out of a feeder made to look like Ken Griffey Jr.'s mouth, you are not alone. Ken Griffey Jr. Bird Feeders. Not good at retaining bird seed. <laughs> I have to go now. Oh, that large-headed man is coming back, and I do not want to see him. Thanks. Later, losers. Bye, Don Juan. Bye. Bye, Don Juan. Fuck you, Don. Yeah, whatever, big head. Paul. Oh. Uh, That's our guest. Sorry. Um, did he talk any shit about me while he was here? No. Don't feel bad. Called you a big head. Your, your head's not that big. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Thanks, guys. Guys, these are some of the nicest things anyone's ever said about me. <laughs> yeah, I think big head is really a compliment. Yeah. yeah. You're saying you're smart. And Brand, confident. Brand is big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eric Thames bravely oh. gave up a base and then lay there for a second being like, uh. Oh, this uh, never works uh, out for Thames. Na- podcast nap. Anyone else in? Pod nap? Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Steve, can you hook up the machine that <laughs> listens to our dreams? <laughs> All right, here we are. We're all sleeping now. (laughs) Hey, look, a King Griffey Jr. bird feeder. The room is full of bears. I can hide this red phone by putting it on a rope outside my window. (laughs) That was a real dream I had. You want to know about a fucked up dream I had this week? All right. So I was at a ribbon cutting convention with Cheryl. (laughs) For a children's playground, right? Okay. Okay. Wait, how did you find out about this? I don't know. I was there. I was at the ribbon cutting convention. Oh, right. It was a dream. And Mike Myers and Eddie (laughs) Murphy were both there. And they were both congressmen. And they were both in wheelchairs. (laughs) (laughs) They were both in Shrek. And they... Oh, my God. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe that's why. 
Oh, I was like, yeah, I got Shrek fever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. That sounds like a wonderful future. I can't believe Mike Myers became a congressman. I think yeah. the the bigger tragedy. He's not even there yet. <laughs> yeah, now there's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and like Eddie Murphy was super confident, was and like I think he was like super old too. Yeah, and like Mike Myers was a real nerd trying to push his way through ground, saying, "I'm Mike Myers, I'm a congressman," <laughs> and he's just wheeling himself through the crowd. <laughs> so, so Eddie Murphy made a much better congressman. Yeah, yeah. More confident. Mike Myers more of a you know paper mm. pusher. Yeah, <laughs> pushing his agenda. Everyone needs him. But. Yeah. Nobody likes him. <laughs> oh, come on, Thames. Why does, oh, nice. why does Eric Thames nice have to turn to around two times before he catches everything? Like, I just, it makes me feel like he has no idea what's going on. Disoriented. It's confusing. You're out there, you're on a field. Mm-hmm. Uh, balls are flying oh, everywhere. It's people mm-hmm. cheering. It's very it's overwhelming, I imagine. So, yeah. Usually, if I'm completely overwhelmed, I just turn around a couple of times and then I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, your prediction uh, of more than one round of support for Henderson Alvarez. Uh, oh, bold prediction. What a bold <coughs> prediction. <laughs> Statistically, do extremely it. likely. Do it. Do the straw man. He's smiling. So, Paul, your bold prediction came true. Did not come true. No, oh, but now the new one did. Yeah, yeah, new one. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, uh, my bold prediction that Brandon Moore would have an amazing start this week. Absolutely true. Pretty much came true. Yeah, yeah, he was great yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was struck out nine over six. No walks. No walks. Yeah, he was good on Monday too. Yeah. The sad part about our being ten and ten is we played really shitty teams, or if we're continuing to play shitty teams. Yeah, this is like really Baltimore the last twice in Kansas City and. Seattle and this is the last game of the really easy skin for yeah. April. Now we're into the Rangers and the Angels. Oh, it's Angels a long will Western be. Road trip. Angels it is Evan Crawford. I don't know. I'm. It's probably when we visit the Angels that they'll decide to turn it around. Yeah. Do you want to make a bold prediction that Pujols will hit his first home run against us? Uh, we I, are that team for a lot of people. Yeah, I will make that bold prediction. Okay. I'll. I'll alley that oop. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good one. Yeah, I'm going to be so upset <laughs> when that happens. Yeah, maybe it'll happen during our podcast. In which half of Best of Friends is going to be joining us. Oh, that's next week? Yeah, Evan Richards and Morgan George. Cool. Be coming down. All right. Coming down to the pod hut. Into the pod shop. <laughs> yeah. Trade said, Gib for Gab. <laughs> Wait, what are they bringing us? Gib? What's that? Like like one of the Bee Gees? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Barry Gib. The dead one? <laughs> Sorry. No. No, I don't know music. I think Maurice or Morris. <laughs> Maurice? One of them's dead. I think like at least one, maybe two. Two might be, yeah. Mm. Wait, how many Gibbs were there? How many Maybe brothers did? Yeah. There's Robin. <laughs> was One of them was named Robin. Robin Gibbs? <clears throat> Robin Gibbs. I'm going to look up. Wait, this is pretty ironic for the band who wrote Stayin' Alive. 
Yeah. You would think, having written that, that they would literally have that they would be unending lifespans. <laughs> but <laughs> turns out they're just hypocrites, like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I declare I'm immortal every day, but so far so good. I don't know. Have to prove you're not. <laughs> What's that? Can't prove you're not. That's true. <laughs> Well, I guess we could kill you. That would be good proof. Could do it right now, actually. Yeah, uh, don't kill me, you guys. Oh, you guys. I'm <laughs> we sorry, came I'm here specifically for that reason, though. Death is too good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Which pizza was the poisoned pizza? <laughs> Obviously, the meat one. Your carnage. The carnage was was a symbol of what you will be. Well, at least Paul's gonna die with me. Yeah. Oh, we're dying together. Just like we planned, buddy. <laughs> That's like Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That homicide pack we made together. <laughs> hey, is this Travis? Yeah. Hey, Travis, it's Dave calling. How's it going? Hey, I'm not bad. How you doing? I'm good. You're on the podcast right now, P.S. I'm, I'm on. I'm live. Uh, yeah. Well, it's not live. Live taping. We're recording. Later. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you did go over this with him, right, Dave? Uh, sorry. He sounds surprised. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I'm saying here. Travis, you were... Honestly, I'm, 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 out, I'm out at the, the Red Sox-White uh, Sox game, and I was like, not gonna lie, not that you guys aren't so important to me because you are, but I did forget. Oh, okay. Kevin Floyd, Kevin Floyd is pitching a, a perfect game right now. Holy shit. You're not supposed to say that, though. <laughs> well, I don't... When, when you're covering the game as a media member, you don't want to see a perfect game because that means crazy amounts of work for you. So, let's go Red Sox, get a hit. Yeah, get a hit so Travis can go to bed early tonight. So, who do you cover the... You know, last, last time I uh, said that, uh, get a hit, was I was out at the Cubs last week. I can't remember who they were playing. Uh, the Cubs had gone nine up, nine down. I said, come on, get a hit. And then they got like eight consecutive hits and scored eight runs the next inning. So it worked. So if the Red Sox oh. lineup blows up for ten runs this inning, you're welcome. So you're a magic man who can predict the future. This is true. I should tell you about some of my predictions sometimes. <laughs> did you uh, um, cover the Humber game? What's that? I did not predict that, no. Oh, okay. but, um, I am... I am currently 0 for 4 this season on my uh, Adam Dunn multi-home run game prediction. <laughs> so I'm going to get it right eventually. Yeah, I think the White Sox are kind of 0 for on their Adam Dunn predictions in general. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That oh yeah, we saw highlights from that game. Why are they wearing red today? Uh, they're wearing every Sunday home game this season to commemorate the 1972 team, which I don't think did anything special. Uh, all I can think of is it's the 30-year anniversary, but again, I don't know what's so special about the number 30. I should so, probably know this since I cover the team, but... It's uh, just an excuse for them to look dumb every Sunday, is what you're saying. <laughs> Wearing red is pretty special if you're the White Sox. Yeah. It takes a lot of imagination. Like, yeah, we, uh, for me it was jarring. I found it jarring. <laughs> and also seeing Adam Dunn hit a home run in a White Sox uniform, jarring. <laughs> jarring, completely jarring. <laughs> he's, uh, he's well on his way to, to surpassing last year's 11 home runs. Oh man. I hope he gets it just for his sake. Okay, so you cover, you cover both the Cubs and the White Sox? Both the Cubs and the 
Yeah. Yeah, and Dave was telling me you are a Mets fan, so obviously, you know, you're you're from New York, or just I'm a, from New York, a glutton yeah. for punishment. Um, so, it, do do you have a preference for the Cubs and White Sox, or are you just kind of like, whatever? It's interesting. It's interesting you ask that because I. I came in to Chicago uh, in late 2009, so my first season covering the teams was 2010, and so this is my third year. And the last two years, with Ozzie being around and just the clubhouse atmosphere in the, uh, the White Sox clubhouse, I tend to, I, I, I kind of drifted toward them, and just because they're also the Mets of Chicago in that they are the, the other team in the city. Everyone's a Cubs fan, you know, everyone loves the Cubs, and that's kind of how it is with the Yankees in New York. You know, it's kind of like, but then you look at the Cubs and you're like, well, this team doesn't win anything. And they just kind of stink. And I'm like, well, that's kind of like the Mets, too. So I can really commiserate. <laughs> They're all a little like them. Oh. <laughs> they sorry. really have the best of all worlds when uh, one team is unpopular and the other one's a bunch of losers. <laughs> There's something everyone can relate to. Now, Travis, I saw on Twitter that you won a dancing contest yesterday. Oh, yes. Did you see the video? Uh, no, but congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, there's, there's a video up uh, the, the White Sox on their Twitter. They put out this tweet uh, just yesterday afternoon, and they were like, hey, so the, the 4th and 12th and 24th people to retweet this get to dance in the dance competition. And I'm like, well, that, that, that would be funny if I won it because I'm a, a media member. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and hit retweet, and then I was covering the Red Sox side yesterday, so I'm down in Bobby Valentine's presser, and then my phone buzzes, and I got a Twitter message. <laughs> saying, um, congratulations, you, you won, so call so-and-so at this number. I'm thinking, oh, Jesus, I need to back out of this thing. So I, I actually, initially I successfully backed out of it, but then I, I kept the door open. I said, hey, you know, if you're in a bind, I, I am a little crazy, so you can give me a holler and I will come down and dance. And sure enough, a little later they were like, hey, we're in a bind, will you come dance? I said, of course I will. And I, I busted a sweet spin move, I bent over to the front, touched my toes, brought it back up, did a little lawnmower at the end, gyrated uh, for the crowd, and they loved it. So I, uh, I won. It dominated. Way to go, Travis. Did you say to Bobby Thanks. Valentine, sorry, Bobby, I gotta go dance? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, you know, I've been, as, you know, as we discussed, I'm a Mets fan, so I grew up a Mets fan, and he managed the Mets in the late 90s, early 2000s. Some of the best Mets, the well, the best Mets teams of my my generation, um, and I was dying to ask him because you know he's, he's managing against Robin Ventura, who again was on that '99 team, the 2000 team. I wanted to be like, yo, come on, just tell me that that '99 infield was the best infield that you've ever had in your life. But <laughs> I didn't ask it because I'm I'm afraid that the answer will be this year his infield is the best he's ever had because we've got, got Kevin Nicholas in third, Avila Fish works up. Troya at second and Adrian Gonzalez at first. That's offensively and defensively. That is, that is a very solid, solid infield. And uh, the Mets team, we got Ventura at third, Ray Ordonez at shortstop. So oh. defensively, he's a stud, but offensively, mm. he's, you know, hitting 225 and can't hit a lick. Uh, but then you got Eduardo Alfondo at second and John Ollard at first. Now, come on, guys. John yeah. Ollard. John, John Ollard, you gotta, I gotta give it to you. Helmet here. No, that was. I know you guys don't. They were on a, that was, there was a Sports Illustrated cover claiming that the Mets had the best defense of all time that year, right? That was the thing. Like, that was well, yeah, yeah, well publicized. Yeah, yeah, and um, I, I'm not sure if we can go so far as to call the infield the best defensive team, yeah, infield of all time, but I think 
it's definitely in the conversation. I'm sure you could name some, uh, I believe, Ozzy Smith and Keith Hernandez played together a few times. So I'm sure they had some, some good guys at second and third, respectively, who were probably pretty good on defense, you know, when Robbie Alomar and, uh, oh, what's the shortstop's name? Viscal. Viscal. There you go, Omar Viscal, when yeah. they were playing together. Currently on you know, the Jays. Those two alone. Yeah. But I, I think Mets are in that conversation there. I know, I think statistically that that team did make one of the, the, the fewest errors of, among, like, all time for teams, but don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, Travis, I think what we learned from this interview is that the Mets are connected to everything. <laughs> exactly, yeah, we can always find a way. Usually what happens is we take your old players and make them crappy. Yeah. Well, what about wow? What about Jeff Kent? You turn him into something, right? Uh, well, no. That's the other thing is that we'll, we'll give them away before they get their props. Oh yeah, oh, he yeah, really yeah. became a thing on the Giants. <laughs> yeah. So we sorry we about do that. A little bit of both. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, Travis, we'll let you get back to the the perfect game. But uh, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. All right, go Mets. Uh, or White Sox. Or White Sox. <laughs> or Cubs. No or Red Sox in this case. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cheers, buddy. All right, guys. Take it easy. Thanks for having me. No problem. You can tweet Travis Miller at... At... <laughs> the word at Travis Miller. Oh, I joined Twitter this week. Yeah, way to go, Paul. Thank yeah. you. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, you can follow me at... at uh, PWG Frank. Yeah. My what does that stand for? Paul cool. William Great. Paul William Guild oh, Frank. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I made a real skeptical look to Paul when he said great. <laughs> Even though I think you are great, Paul. I'm on Twitter personally, but I don't do anything with it. Yeah, our podcast just has a website. When we got the URL, it's oh, anything, 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 one anything dot com, but no Twitter. Uh, what was that? And no. one out. Uh, all right, Hall of Fame. Playoffs. <coughs> you were promoting your website. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. God, what are you doing? Like, uh, you watching a baseball game or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have a website. What's that website? Anything, anything, anything dot com. Oh, you scored that, eh? Yeah, we did. I know. I've, people have told me that's a good URL to get because it's the original and the title of the actual podcast. So yeah, it's easy got to it. Remember. Got it. Easy to remember. Lots of syllables, but very repetitive. Well, that's good. No Twitter, no Facebook. Um, nobody really. Listens I have a music to it. review website at milesreviews.com. <laughs> yes, pitch that with that's a Y. Good. Miles, I'm well. Yeah. This music uh, review website is like shockingly like there's just so much content on it and Paul like just six comments and just types like review after review after review like in an obsessive fashion like artists like by artists and by album who are you listening to it's just right now right now but no, um, what's the last the awesome review you wrote for a band that's awesome, awesome. no they all they all suck they all suck yeah. the bands all suck no the reviews uh, no, they don't suck. They're just unconventional. They're okay. like, they're, they're like. Full disclosure, she's my girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> she has to say that. But they're no, they're clever. But they're not like. Here's a systematic review of uh, some music that I'm listening to. It's it's like a systematic review of the crazy obsession of compulsive stuff that goes on in Miles' brain. So it's like let's review the thing, but I'm also going to talk about my day or my thoughts or uh, what I think about any random thing. Or here's a random story. 
I like reviews like that where it gets personal. Yeah. Is this oh, Jeff Mathis. Mathis? Oh, no. yes! Mathis? Are you kidding me? MVP. 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 Mathis valuable player. <laughs> Jeff Mathis just hit a second deck shot off of Furbush. I tell you, man, he's the new Napoli. That was so good. Oh, he's blushing because he's so successful. <laughs> he's so bashful. <laughs> oh. Twelve rounder to the second. Toss. Oh, hey. Jason! Hey. A 7-2 finish. The podcast is three for three. You can't beat the streak. Our thanks to Miles and Jolene for being here today. You're Thank welcome. you. Um, download anything, anything, anything off of iTunes mm -hmm. and off of anything, anything, anything.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you to our phone-in guest. Travis Miller. Travis mm -hmm. Miller. Uh, he did a great job as well. Thanks to producer Steve Pukin. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to also be thanked. Well, thanks. To I'll be waiting a while. Paul? Thanks, Paul. Thanks, <laughs> thank you, Dave. <laughs> and for Sunday afternoon baseball, uh, Wait, I've did been. Did you thank me? Yeah, I just did. Oh, I wasn't listening. Thank Thanks, you. <laughs> you did a great job this week. I know. We're all super proud. <laughs> for Sunday afternoon baseball, I'm Paul Frank. I'm Dave Barkley. My producer, Steve Pugin. And go fuck yourselves, everybody. Go fuck yourselves. Same.